Perhaps there's always the hope when the preacher is recovering from having lost his voice earlier in the week that you might think there will be a short homily today. But I promise you that that's not the case because I want to preach and share on a topic that I think is quite important and so I don't want to shortchange it. I want to be able to do it enough justice. In our gospel today, we hear this account of Jesus going into the temple area and he turns over tables and he spills the coins and he drives these animals out of the area. And what this is often called is that Jesus cleanses the temple of all these impurities, of all these iniquities that have been going on there. And Jesus cleanses the physical temple, but I'd say even today, that the Lord wants to cleanse a different type of temple. And that's the temple of our bodies, the temple that is each one of us, that he wants to cleanse our hearts, this temple of the Holy Spirit that dwells in all of us. You see, I think confession is like one of these cleansing moments for the Lord. And I think we can realize that all of us, you know, in our own homes, we do some sort of cleansing, we do some sort of cleaning. In just a few weeks, the season of spring, hopefully, will be upon us. It seems like it for the past few days, but we know that more snow is coming. But this idea of spring cleaning, that we all have stuff that we pile up and we know that we need to get rid of or sort through and Spring is always a good time for us to do that. And also, in our homes, we do this regular cleaning, this regular maintenance. Maybe for some, they're a little neurotic and they do it every day. But maybe it's every week or every month that they do some sort of cleaning in their house. That would be maybe to vacuum, to dust, to do a cleaning of the floors and everything like that. I think in this idea of cleaning, of this dusting that we might do in our house, that dust, in a sense, we could see that as an analogy for the sin in our life, that if we don't take care of it, it simply builds up. That's what happens with dust. I promise you, if you went into my dining room where I have all these pictures, that you'll see, you you could wipe your finger there, and you'll be able to pick up a train of dust, because I've not dusted there ever. And so you'll see the remnant of the dust remain. Well, I think as this dust builds up in the physical sense, in the spiritual sense, it's true too. That even little sins, that if we have, you know, maybe we don't have any big sins, the mortal sins that we talk about, but if we have the minor sins, that they'll build up over time. That maybe I realize that when I am short with someone, that if I'm short enough times with them, that eventually it's going to lead to a big, huge blow-up. And so the dust that's remaining just piles up. This little bit of sin then becomes something big, something that will become noticeable to others. And so what happens then? Well, we go to confession, and we are forgiven, and we, that dusting is gone, and maybe then it changes our demeanor just a little bit. The same thing with spring cleaning, that we let these things accumulate. We need to get rid of them. When something breaks, then we want to get rid of it. And uh, I know in my garage, I have two microwaves. Now, they're not from the house, 
They were from my mother's garage because she let them accumulate. And now I didn't know what to do with them, but I knew that in Rosaire next month in April, we'll be having a fundraiser where people who want to spring clean will bring all their used stuff they want to get rid of, and this company will take it away, and they'll give the church money, which is nice. And so that idea of spring cleaning, to get rid of those things. Because why? Well, we want to make room for something else to put there maybe in its place. And that's what happens when we do this spring cleaning of the soul, that maybe what's there is taken away, it's removed by God, and when it is removed, well, then there's this greater capacity for God to give us grace, for us to experience love and mercy and forgiveness, all these things, and that as we receive them and fill that up, then we're able to give it to other people. What Jesus does in the gospel today, he still wants to do today, and what's he do? He flips over tables, and maybe he wants to do that in our lives too, that he wants to flip over some table in our life, and there we'll see something, and we'll want to get rid of it. How might Jesus flip tables over in our life? I think one of the ways always is as we hear the word of God, as we read the sacred scriptures, that that's a way that maybe as we hear something, it'll it'll stir in our hearts and maybe speak to us in a new way. If you're following along in our first reading in the Missalette, you'll see that there was a shorter option and the longer option. And I told the reader to read the longer option because That's what happens, I think, when we hear the fullness of God's word, that when we don't take something away from it, but hear it all, that maybe it spoke to us in a new way when it talked about the name of God or covening our neighbor's goods or whatever it might have been, that maybe it gave us something new to think about. Maybe, too, another way God turns over tables in our lives is through a thorough examination of conscience. I think for many of us, when we go to the sacrament of reconciliation, we confess maybe probably the same sins because that's our tendency and that's what we have to bring. But maybe we've always been confessing the same things because we don't know that there's something else there. And maybe one of these pamphlets on making a good examination of conscience will be the moment that Jesus flips over a table in our life, in our soul, in our heart and shows us something new. Also, maybe if you read anything from the saints, if you do spiritual reading, if you read the little booklet you got at the beginning of Lent, or maybe as we listen to Catholic radio, whether it's relevant radio or EWTN or whatever it is, that when we hear different people speak, that maybe it brings something new to us, a new awareness of something in our life that might need to be confessed. God wants to do this cleaning within our hearts and our souls, and he does it through the sacrament of reconciliation. And how beautiful now, 90% complete, is our confessional, ready for use for our first confessions on Wednesday. And so that will be a great way for us uh, to inaugurate and begin the use of the confessional. And so that will be the place where the Lord will do the cleaning for all of us. And of course, the extra times this week during the parish mission for confession. By making use of these times and this space, the Lord will do what he does in the gospel today. He'll cleanse not a physical temple, but the spiritual temple of our souls.